Scoopy and Reg in Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> Brought to you by Catalyst Case. Shout out to Catalyst Case. We must shout that sponsor out. Yeah. Uh, first episode, yeah. Scoopy and Reg. I am. We're, we're numbering them? Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, it, right. you, you never forget your first. Okay, you're right. All right, so <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll take it. <laughs> first of all, I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Uh, joined here with my man Reg. Reg, what's what up, on, bro? I'm t- I'm tired as hell. <laughs> I'm, Why are you I'm tired to, as hell? Um, we, I, you know, I'm doing the real estate thing. So mm-hmm. I was renovating this property over in East Orange. I was there till like 4 a.m. yesterday. I haven't slept at all, bro. Get that money. Yeah. And the voice that you hear in the middle is none other than Miss <laughs> Tahiri Jose. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Uh, of course. No problem. Been it's a pleasure. To, been trying to get you in here for a little while now, and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here, though. Yeah, you took the track. I appreciate it. I'm here. Um, I had to. I mean, he calls me. What am I supposed to do, yeah. Reg? Am yeah. I supposed to say no? I you, could you never could. say no. You could, but nah, you didn't. Nah, I'd never say no. We support each other. You have to support yeah. each other. Yeah. As soon as you called, we was like, all right, we got to get downstairs. <laughs> <We> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm working on my patience, although, you know, I'm already a grown woman, and that's kind of hard to do. I just i am trying to get better with it. But, you know, Scoop knows. I was like, where am I? Where's the building? I'm going to kill you. He said, I got chicken. I said, oh, okay, I'm coming upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were treating me very well. Of course. So. Of Thank course. you. The first episode, as I mentioned before, of Scoopy and Reg, we are a entertainment, technology, lifestyle podcast uh, yeah. here. And we tape in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. I uh, have some of your favorite entertainers. Uh, people who maybe be behind the scenes and people who are, are interesting or on the come up. Uh, Tahiri, you are somebody that I've paid attention to. First time I ever heard your voice. Funny story. Uh, Fabulous's first album. Oh, wow. You did a voiceover. <laughs> I did. And uh, I was like, yo, who was this? And then years later, uh, I was in college. A friend of mine, my, okay. my boy John, goes, yo, you ever watch um, Joe, Joe Button TV? TV? Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. I couldn't stop watching it. Y'all were like hilarious. It's we crazy fine. because I was telling someone the other day that you're like one of the first social media influence. Like, I, I remember watching that. The goat. Yep, that's yeah. me. No, <laughs> um, no, I just we've yeah. been doing it forever. No, you um, meant that. It. Uh, I did. Um, <laughs> for a few reasons. Uh, but no, we definitely were doing this right before uh, YouTube got like popping. Like it was just right at the beginning. It was believe Joe Button, Soldier Boy, and Tahiri. That were, you know, we're working yeah, the social more. media, uh, MySpace, Twitter, you know, all these things were happening and they were happening fast and we were we were connected. Do you feel like um, when you were doing Joe Button TV, mm-hmm. that that was kind of the precursor to what is now? Yeah, I mean, it absolutely was. Where do you think, if that's the precursor mm-hmm. and the Instagram stage is now, what's next? Wow. You know, I, I've been definitely um, trying to wrap my head around what could be next because, you know, I would like to invent this shit <laughs> so I could blow the fuck up a lot bigger <laughs> and say, yeah, I own this platform. But um, I, I, I haven't really kind of gotten wrapped my head around what else we can do, what else could be bigger than what we have right now. Uh, there's been plenty of apps, and I've had certain people – reach out to me so I can be a part of another platform and nothing seems to kind of kick it off or beat right now what we have that's called Instagram yeah. and um, even Facebook. 
because Facebook's buying everything. Yeah, Facebook is like where I could find my great grandma shit if she was still. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be on there and find people you went to school with that you've lost touch with. Instagram is a lot funner and a lot younger. And you know, my my aunts don't like Instagram, but they love Facebook. So. Yeah. Scoopy and Reg in studio with Miss Tahiri Jose talking Instagram, talking lifestyle, and more. Uh, you uh, talked about just what's next, and one of the things that I think is interesting about you um, is the fact that I think for as much as people pay attention to you on social media or pay so much attention to you and who you dating, et cetera, I guess that matters to whomever, <laughs> you actually are running your own business. Yes, I am. Tell um, me about it. Well... Uh, I don't know. I, I've done it before. The, the club in Harlem, I was a, a part owner of that. It was three of us. Um, that business didn't go so well, or I decided to tap out early because I was working so much on the road. And I realized in business, if you don't take care of your stuff, no one is going to take care of it like you are. Yeah. So um, I was still on a road heavy, and um, I wasn't ready to stop what I was doing to be in that club and it's actually the business I, I love. And then after that, just to hear me the brand itself, like I've been working for myself for 10 years and that's pretty hard because if I don't get up and you know go make that check, it doesn't happen. Uh, and now the nail shop, 718 Hoboken, that it's in Hoboken, 718 Washington Street. Mm -hmm. um, that was one of my investments. Um, it's really hard. Yeah. Congratulations to the nail Thank shop. Thank you. Though. So I, I was always curious because um, we kind of alluded to it earlier, but the, the fame thing, because I was talking to some friends and I was like, I don't think I could ever, people constantly in your business, people right. always in it. Like, how do you deal with that? I have to remember that I put myself out here. Like I made that decision and it comes with the territory. Uh, after a while you grow a skin, a thick skin. I think that because I started in the game with Joey and Joey was such a, I don't give a fuck kind of person. Um, he saw me kind of break down a few times and, and he would just kind of, you know, give me advice and, and just he made me toughen up and understand um, what I was walking into. So I've learned not to care. I've learned to just be. Um, I've learned not to hide because if you hide, like, it, it's like it's unavoidable um, shit. I remember posting on a plane and then just some of my sneaker was in the picture and I was walking trying to, you know, I was trying to be sneaky and creep and they just caught it anyway. Um, I just don't give a fuck. And I'm really not out there, I'm so busy working that some of those things I, I don't really care for and people talk anyway, whether or not you do something. So you just right. gotta like not they care. They took that shit to another level though. You saw that whole fake, um, what's it called again? Uh, the, the Travis, Travis. Scott, like that was malicious as fuck bro. Yeah, that, that, that can be very, I mean being in the public eye is not as easy as, everybody wants fame but not everybody yeah. can handle it. Uh, but I, do, I don't, I choose not to care. The dream is free to hustle so separately. Whew. Yeah. Preach. Work. Mm. It's hard. Um, and I always say that it's hard if you're not willing to put in the work, like, <clears throat> what's the point? So people think just because you have one point some followers that that's exactly what you're going to sell. And it's not. Like, if that was the case, these rappers would be doing numbers out of this country. You know what I mean? Out of this world. Um, it's building your brand. Nobody's done it better than Kevin Hart. Yeah. He's built a brand brand, you know what I'm saying? Not a brand, a brand brand. Yeah, so. <laughs> so if you say tomorrow, like, you got, like, a ridiculous bag, you got, I don't know, 15, 20 million dollars, you'd right. still do it? Oh, yeah, I, I, no regrets. No regrets, it's opened a lot of doors. Um, I've been blessed to have this platform. I use it for a lot of positive things. Um, 
anytime I have a fan come up to me and express how much they love me, I appreciate them. Um, it's a reminder, for, you know, for me to keep moving. And let's keep it real. Once you bit by the by that famous bug, is one of the it's the craziest drug ever. You want more and more. I tell you, Reg, her and her notability mm -hmm. got us pushed ahead in line in Applebee's once. No, Word. Olive Garden once. <laughs> I think it's an Olive Garden. Last last summer. I love Plug. the salad. We went, I love the salad at Olive Garden. We went to Olive Garden and there was a we we walked yeah. from one building, went over to uh -huh. the Olive Garden. It was like a twenty minute wait. Uh-huh. All I know is we put our number in or our name in. Uh -huh. Five seconds later, ring, ring, ring. The that thing happens buzzed. in a lot of places. And somebody said, You know why we got ahead of the line right to here? She says, Why? It goes dad ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really that happens in a lot of places and then I walk around and don't care, and then my friends are like, yo, did you not notice? And I'm like, what? And they're like, yo, you just don't be paying attention. And I'm like, I don't notice. You got to put blinders on this shit. Yeah, I just I just try to go about my business like a regular person. It was dope. like Ace Hood was talking about like hanging out in Walmart, and he was basically like, as a rapper, he always felt for the longest, yeah, I'm, I can't go to Walmart. I can't be seen in Walmart. But I, it's like, yeah. I don't care. None of that shit tells you, tells you the number of my bank accounts, the zeros, like none of that. Like, Everybody likes to save money. Like, like get out of here. No, and I, I love me some Target. I be mm -hmm. at Target. My mother loves Walmart, so you name it, I'm like, ma. Um, but like, there's certain places you can't be depending on where the location of the store is for safety reasons at times, Definitely. unless you got like security with you. But for the most part, you could walk around and it is what it is. Like we all go to certain stores. You ever been worried about your safety? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I've I've moved from place to place at times from getting fan mail and having somebody send me letters and saying they're scooping me up and shit. You can't um, use scooping that sentence. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was <laughs> Uh, so um yeah no definitely been concerned and i've shit. gotten in certain situation altercations where you think you know i thought everybody liked me but there happened to be sure. that one fan that did it so you know also your reaction because you're human so somebody touches you the wrong way you're gonna react so you know i believe that security is around so they can just handle the situation so i won't react if somebody grabs my cheeks which is, has happened before so I, so it's like you know it, it, it it's it's not savage that, yeah savage out there i remember a few years ago, uh -huh. I was at the Global Spin Awards. Right. And uh, I was doing press there, and I remember I walked up on you. Right. Like not, nothing malicious, nothing crazy. Uh -huh. You had somebody with you. Yeah. And I tapped your, sh your arm, and the guy turned and was like, mm -hmm. what's going on? Um, for you, mm -hmm. safety, and particularly because of the line of work that what you do, mm -hmm. uh, do you, first of all, do you consider yourself a vixen, or do you think that's overly used? Shit. Mm. Um, Ah, oh, I consider myself a sex symbol. Uh-oh. I don't, uh, shit. <laughs> I, I definitely do. Um, video Vixen today is uh, very loosely used. Um, it's lost. It's, I'm trying to find the word. Like, yeah, it just, used to have, like, some it weight to it. It used to have, yeah, some, it, it used to, the, uh, like the, the fabulousness of, you know, you couldn't just get a cover if, sure. you know, you wasn't putting in some kind of hard work. Like, you know, you couldn't get certain videos. And I remember my first video, you know, having a trailer and having white roses and like things were just done in a different way. And and it was it was kind of respected. Um, it doesn't, you know, nowadays you could just be bubbles from around the corner and you could be Instagram. in the magazine. Yeah. So Instagram has done that, yeah. which is cool. but. No, I'm pretty much like one of the last ones standing. I'm real ones too, mm. natural 100%. So 
Um, I probably entered the game when it was all over for a video vixen. Before me, there was a Gloria Velez, um, uh, Vida Guerra, Melissa Ford. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Uh, you know, and it and it kind of had a different feel to it. And I and I came at the at the end end of it, and um, that's when print was going out too. We was entering the new wave of you know tech, social yeah. media. That no longer physical copies were important. Like it was all online. It was crazy. Us just being desensitized to like sexy and like sex mm. and everything. Yeah. We went to the strip club the other day, me and my boys, and we got there, and I'm looking at the strippers, and I'm like, bro. What they're wearing isn't any different we than what we see. Now. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I see this shit you at the beach. Yeah. No, like my other life, I probably <laughs> was shaking the buns. Um, this I've life, seen worse I at the no beach, rhythm. bro. Yeah, no. Um, have you? Yeah, like strings, like literally just strings and faces. I was wearing strings as I could remember, though. Like I just always, I'm a Latina, so I always was into like the curvy, the tight lycra dresses, like everything the Kardashians are coming out with, and and everybody calls fashion. Where I come from, we had the plastic shoes, we had the from Aldos. They had them when I was in college. I wore a lycra dress before uh, American Apparel and the Fashion Novas existed of the world. We had those. Uh, it was 181st in Washington Heights. I forgot the name of the store. We had like we wore this just to walk up mm -hmm. and down the block. So, and then we wore strings. Right, it's like, <laughs> just the summertime, going to the beach with Shorty or just being out, like, I gotta pretend like I don't see nothing. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> you posted something on Instagram the other day. Okay. Um, and you basically said, you created this shit as it related to girls and they butts, the attention to derrieres. Oh, I said that, um, I said that, um, I, I usually say I'm the Jordan in the game. I say, um, I'm the reason why. What is America's fascination with ass? I, I can't tell you what America's fascination became, but I just knew that I was any African-American Latin man's dream. I already knew that real women had curves. I, I mean, I remember being younger and wanting to be a model and then realizing that I was way too curvy to be a ballerina because I was going to ballet school. I was already too thick right. on the bottom. And I knew that that, you know, overweight shit because I was too heavy to be thrown. Up, and then I realized that I could never be Cindy Crawford because I was short and, and thick. And then I said, oh, I'm still going to model. One day I'm going to be all over these walls with my body parts because to me that was beauty. To me, curves and hips and ass is all I saw in Harlem. Right. In Washington Heights. Right. So, you know, I believe that J-Lo, I know J-Lo did that when yeah. she wore the Versace dress, but I was already wearing that shit in the hood, feeling like mini J-Lo. So, you know, I guess... In the world of no of just fake boobs and then me ha me doing these magazines and actually being a little bit different proportionate wise, I, I just I started the whole having a huge butt and then came the butt shots and they got out of control and now I just sit back and just be like, all right, so is it safe? Is it? I mean, you know what's gonna happen when your body starts rejecting it or you know when you get a little older, are you really thinking about the way your body changes? Like, do you yeah, think that? Stories. Do you? Do you think that that is the Kardashian effect, or do you think no, it's hip No, that shit been happening before the Kardashians started to, like, you know, I think it was, it, how long Kardashians have been out? Because I stopped following them after. That sex weeks. tape with Ray, Ray J came out, I want to say, when I was I in don't, college. I wasn't looking at the, her fucking buns. I was looking at her head job and shit. <laughs> like, I was, I was we, looking we at the all tape. We were. I was looking at the tape to see what that mouth do. Bruh. Like, I wasn't. I, I wasn't looking at her buns. I didn't even think she, I thought she was a pretty girl. I'm not right. thinking she yeah. got Armenian curves and none of that, although she was curvy at the time. Right. 
Um, but fake buns, they were happening in the hood. They were at Sue's Rendezvous. Her name was Chloe, and she was one of the first chicks to come out with the fake body parts. I was 18, I couldn't drink, so they would put me in the sec. What was I doing in the strip club with the guys? I've always been a guy's girl. Right. Um, and I remember her, and I remember another dancer named Corona, and she was shaped like a bottle. She was bad. And she was so cute, all she had to do was a two-step. Right. Um, I remember the, the dancers that really came out with the first the lip. There was a bartender at Jimmy's. Like, we could go on and on. Right. That's where, the, that's where curvy, fake body parts started to kind of come out. And bartenders were still wearing clothes, all in black. They weren't out naked the way they are now. Yeah. So no, that shit didn't come from no Kardashian effect. I feel like mainstream people, I think that yeah. that, 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 that the look of a Girl, woman. back that thing. Yes. What? Like, let's talk music. And this is shit we saw in videos. And then when we found out, when women found out, yo, I can go get that, it was yeah. over. They, they were everything's like, cheaper now. Like, I mean, <laughs> because like, just like you were saying, in terms of the video vixen thing, there was like a prestige to it because you couldn't just find it anywhere. And then they just started cranking them out the, the factory. Yeah, I used to look at um, Melissa Ford and tell my sister one day I'm gonna do that when she was in, with Tigger in the um, basement. Mm -hmm. But it, I, but I meant like she was bad. I remember I had the she biggest was crush a, on her. Yo, she, had, she was a cocktail waitress and I was out on a date and she was the cocktail waitress and I said, look at her ass. And I had her ass already. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> and, then, and then I saw her on TV, I was like, mm, one day. My sister used to be like, yo, shut up. You're always saying one day. And then- It yeah. worked out. Scoopy and Reg in studio with Tahiri Jose talking about 718 Hoboken, <laughs> discussing asses, and talking about her future. Uh, we can talk yeah. about whatever. Yeah, we, we were just talking about the relationship thing. I like We walked away from it because we started recording and everything, but mm -hmm. I thought that was a pretty dope conversation in terms of, like, you know, your thoughts on marriage, the future, and, and all this other stuff. Like, how much thought do you put into, like, relationships in general? I mean, especially being you because i mean you have to be I'm extra a love a girl like I'm, I'm i'm i was born a wife but then i don't know what happened <laughs> i was born a wife um i've always been in relationships and then when i saw me realizing that in your 20s in my opinion from my experiences you shouldn't be anywhere committed in your 20s and you should wait down the line maybe 30s when you really know who you are what you want what you're looking for you, you could play somewhat you know to know what you like what you don't like because you'll never know unless you try some things but you should be more investing in yourself um so let's just say i spent some years crying over you know over the wrong person but from experiences if i knew now what i you know if i knew then what i know now i would have held on to my hymen and my love <laughs> and my tears for like my 30s. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, some women, um, I think time also, like that's just my opinion and that's something I would have did now if I had the chance to, still with no regrets. But time, nobody can tell you when you're ready, when you're not. You know, some people have to learn through action and, and less words. Like do what your heart feels like doing. Like nobody, I could fall in love with you mm. for, at first sight, you know, that's possible. Or I could be with you forever and still not know who you are. Yeah, or we could crazy. be together and then grow out, you know, just- People change. People change. Um, but I know that, you know, I've said no to three rings. And I know that my I'm living my second phase in life that I, I, I know who I am today. And if I'm ready to be with somebody, it'll be for, till like I grow old because- you know those but they didn't like dating has to be like a little bit more complicated for you because you're <laughs> you right so do you date like 
well-known people, Man. famous people, or do you just date like regular dude off the street? Uh, I've I've tried to do both. Um, I, I most certainly was an uh, advocate of, you know, it's all about the chemistry. And what fuck what he does, no, no. I, I need to date somebody that has as much to lose as I do. Cause when shit goes down, and we all we both have to protect each other. You know what I'm saying? Cause we have brands and shit that we have yeah. to. But um, what happened? What just happened? No, I, I was laughing because I was just thinking, even regular dude off the street, how does he even talk to you? How does he no, get past security? I mean, I mean, no, no. I, I've had regular dudes with balls. Like, I, I, I kind of dig a man who's unafraid and and secure enough to step up to me. That would get the like buns real quick. I'm just like, mm. but but like men that are indifferent. I, did y'all hear what she just said? <laughs> Wait, you gonna have everybody say? Yeah. I'm like, Yo, I want to talk to you. Here we want. Like fuck security. No, no, but like I've dated men that are in different work fields. You could say with different salary brackets and. They're insecure. You come home and they say, so what? You were out with that rapper. And you're like, no, I was at a party and we took a picture because we were the people at the party. And and they just, or I heard you were, no, I we've been sleeping every night together. Why are we having dinner? You're telling me what you heard because there was a rumor or because you thought you saw something. Or you're going to, I had a guy who used to tell me, you're going to wind up in one of them because you're always around them. I'm like, no, you're with me. I'm with you and this is where I want to be. So I don't feel like I have to, I have to like prove myself to any man. So when you date with a guy that's in your field or something like it, he understands the schedule. You know, you you because hey, you guys have got so much in common. In common, exactly. You want when you see them, it's like you only want to talk about work. You're like, dude, I'm exhausted. Good seeing you. It's like you, you know, it's 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 dope. Let me let me uh, interject for a second. When you say um, you discuss the difference between. Uh, dating someone normal, assuming, you know, nine to five or whatever versus someone who's a celebrity. Uh, do you mm -hmm. find that the person who is a celebrity relates more to you based upon demands of you, time uh, where, you know, maybe one o'clock in the morning you're coming in from somewhere versus, you know, you're dating a banker who one o'clock he's supposed to be asleep. Like, do you find that the reason why you date celebrities I, is because they relate? I'm a always, if I'm in love with you, I don't care. I'm going to be honest. I'm a always, as a woman, you're, you know, somebody's have to, somebody has to sacrifice something, whether it's time as a woman, because that's in my nature. Like, if, you, if you're coming home and you're in bed by one and I'm just stepping in at 5 a.m., I'm going to tippy toe because you're the banker. And I fell in love with a banker. Right. But in all honesty, I think my whole life I've dated inconsistent, consistently men. Inconsistent, what is it? Inconsistent. Consistently inconsistent men. Yeah, mm. consistently inconsistent men. Right. Because I know that they wouldn't, we wouldn't, you wouldn't get that close. You wouldn't infiltrate this wall. And I got to go and come back. And then you got to go and come back. And it's just never consistent. So that means if shit don't work out, that shit don't hurt anyway. And I'm not telling you I'm right. I'm just saying it's easier for me. And, you know, when you deal with somebody who has as much to lose as you, you know, shit, you know, you go through shit with the person and you guys both protect each other because you sure. can lose a lot of fucking money, you know, versus the guy who's insecure and has a nine to five and then you break up with him and he wants to put one of your nude pictures out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which so finances corny. come into, like, the picture then? And brand. I just need motherfuckers to respect what I do because I work I mean, really hard. Famous to, dudes are corny too. They they put oh, out absolutely. like yeah, they're, no, they're, they're out, they I'm trying to pictures, stay away yeah. from the corny ones. They want to put my picture out, but if they do, better be the best picture in life. <laughs> so it like how awkward. important? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like anything's yeah. possible, but I try to stay away from them cornballs. 
Because I ain't got time to be plotting. Because yeah. if a sex tape drop, everybody's like, all right, well, it's out. Like, make sure it's yeah. solid, yeah. dog. But yeah. fuck it. You want to play? Let's play yeah. hardball. Yeah. My attorneys would be so. So, like, how important are finances in the picture then? How important is it that he maybe makes more than you or he's secure financially? Or I just need somebody who's secure financially. I could care less if I make more than you or you make more than me. As long as, you know, we, I don't have to worry about certain things. And, you know, we can, we can both kind of, you know, just kind of have some certain conversations. And, you know, and, and again, I, finances are important. But if a person's held you down and he happens to be going through something and you're doing better, why not help him out? So it all Definitely. depends 50, on what kind of no. – I don't believe in 50-50 either, though. 100-100. It ain't 50-50, it ain't 100-100, but I'm going to rock with you if you rock with me. If, when I was younger, like, I would think, That's you fair. know – you're, you're sold the fairy tale of, you know, love conquers all yeah. and everything works out. That's bullshit. Now I'm like, yo, <laughs> I have goals. You have to be in line with those because I have an idea of the life I want to live. The train is leaving the station and the station is mine too. So you got to figure get on the train. But what? You got to go. The person you're with could hold you back. Exactly. No, absolutely. Absolutely. My mom used to always say that. Like when you broke up with somebody and you look back and you see how far you've come and you're like, yo, remember when you was a such and such? And he, for some reason, his vibes are like holding you back. So yeah, people can do that. Um, you just have to be smart about it. But we all are guilty of being yeah. in some fucked up relationship. Yeah, my ex fucked up my credit. Yo, <laughs> you let her? <laughs> I was I was maxing shit out to keep up, skipping work. Oh man! You know one oh, of those no, so relationships. She didn't, she didn't grab your card and swipe it and it was, I mean, you was doing shit yeah, yeah, to I keep up. up. Yeah, I fucked and up. And you was missing work too. Yeah, you know, like you're dumb, in that relationship. Dumb dude yeah, shit. and then where you laid up and you're like, man, fuck that job. That's some good pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good hey, shit. Hey, damn A1 yeah. credit. That's some yeah. A1 credit. Hey. Right? Yeah. That nigga like, got, man, fuck that nigga got me hot right now. <laughs> this nigga said she, he was in bed. <laughs> and he was like, fuck that? Fuck that? No, I got to go. This was I, right. like, I'm guilty <laughs> so, doing yeah. that too, but yeah. he ain't messing my credit. I was yeah. just happy to be cuddling all day. Uh, <laughs> I love y'all. I can't relate. You ain't messing up my <laughs> no This way. was college, bro. You uh, never yeah. got you some good yeah. Same. vagina. Who, me? Yeah, if you ain't, if you was like, nah, I can't relate, I got to no. go. Yeah, you that had shit, to have yeah. that one chick that she was like. You, oh, I mean, you rethink your fucking life. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm swimming in it. You're like, I'm staying. <laughs> I think traveling to go see them when you're supposed to be in class, yes. As far okay. as far as far as money, no. Where's like where's the furthest you've gone to to chill with someone or hook up with somebody? And did she pay? Skipping class <laughs> in college. We talking I've, about college? Yeah, I've skipping flown class. cross country to chill with somebody, bro. Whoa. That's nice, me that's, too. But yeah. that but that's it's loyal. Not, I'm not yeah. guilty. I'm but, such a but bird. But that's but that's no, but that's <laughs> you got a bird. You was I'm in joking. love. No, nah, nah, bro, you know how beast you gotta be to buy the ticket. Go to the airport, sit there, wait for the plane, sit on the plane for like five or six nah, hours. That's what you do when yeah. that's what you do when somebody lives out the country, please. Because to. like I said, my dates don't be normal. You wanna take me out to a movie, I might have to fly or you might have to fly. <laughs> but I'm not talking to old boy in the corner, so it's like we, you know. What I'm Let me ask you a question though. To, 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 do you prefer long distance relationship versus somebody that lives close to you? Mm. See, that's convenient, Dick. I agree. <laughs> That's that shit that you're like, it's snowing. Right. You coming on the hill? I think I think I'm hungover. I need a soup. Um, nah. But honestly, I prefer the person that's in and out like me. I, I the yes. whole you being I, I, I I'm not having done that in so long, it makes me nervous to know I'm gonna come home to you every day, be like, hi honey. Yeah. And then be like, 
I start missing gigs too. I'm like, mm. let me just because you're me, comfortable. Let me nurture this shit. Yeah. Cause then you you feel awkward because he just sitting in the house all day. Yeah, and then and then that's when you get your your friends like, yo, girl, you better take care, yeah, man. You're like, yeah, but I was traveling my whole career, mm. and so I kind of want somebody who's as busy as I am, or yes. who's as ambitious as I am, or who has a number of hustles. Even if he's not flying in and out the country or town, to know that me and him at the end of the day or at the end of every two three days we can sit back and say, hey, uh, let's get this one. Let's talk mm. about how we made money, can make money, how much money we made when we went to sleep, kind of dude. Oh, unless you I work agree. together, then you guys are traveling together. Oh, that's like a whole a, lot. That's yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Because I know a lot of couples you, you like can't that. Poop where you eat that's at. a blessing when you're when you're like you live with the man, you 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 go to sleep with the man, you work with the man. Like wow. That's Jamie. Yeah. I say tight. I guess yeah, but I'm sure that they had plenty of time apart from each other. So now that they're older, they're yes. appreciating this time more. And, mm. they and I think that's why I saw myself nurturing my last relationship because I really never took my time out to. I felt for certain people. I play footsies with them, but then I had to go. Um, but then, as recently, I'm getting older, and I just felt like nurturing this person. Like I was like, let me give it all the love. Let me miss some gigs. But I think mm. in the entertainment business, it's different. Like for me. I feel like your 30s are mm -hmm. like your 20s. Mm -hmm. Your 20s are like your teens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like you get married later in the entertainment business because you're busy trying to chase and, and build and, and nurture, using the word nurture. Mm -hmm. I think it's difficult to mesh or you have to have the right person to balance. It's it's scary because like the the word for me is like momentum. Like when you start building up and shit's hitting and you're just afraid to stop anything because you don't want to miss anything. So you're just are like, you just I, I got to put vagina. everything on. Because you're getting so much money, you don't even know what to do with yourself. It's like being, and I can relate to that, because when you're in college and you're the man, you, you, you get, you, yeah. it's falling in your lap. And I feel yeah. like in the entertainment business, it's falling in your lap. So Come why? on, look at Instagram. It's, yeah. the Amazon. it's Amazon for women. Yeah. <laughs> Prime. I, I be looking at it like, how could I be, how could I motherfucking be, uh, I'm like, oh, that's right, I don't like women. I'm like, oh, all right, but she cute. Um, <laughs> I feel that I've both been in both sides of it. I've stopped somebody and said, we can't do this because you're not ready, and I don't want to hold you back from the greatness that you could become, and that hurts because you could be loving somebody and say, why can't we just do the J and B together? And then I've been on the other side of things where the person's left because he's not ready, and he thinks that I'm too much, and he financially isn't ready to be with me. And, and I looked at that person and said, it's not about the money with you. Mm. Um, but he went to chase off his dream, and that hurt, too. It's dope you got that discipline, though. Uh, it hurts, though. Yeah. And you're a student of your craft. It hurts, but you got to do what you got to do, and you have to uh, you have to let it go to see if Most of my relationships are like crash or burn. Like, we're going to ride this till we fucking hate each other. And then, <laughs> Who wants to go through yeah. that? I'm a rider, though. Yeah. I, I've just gotten smarter. You can't force things. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You can't. I learned that the hard way after, you know, doing a hella crazy shit. Mm -hmm. You ain't leaving. And then you're like, oh. Those are scary. <laughs> Do you think that loving hip hop helped your career more than it hurt it? What are the, I guess, what is what are the pros and cons of doing pros it? Pros and cons. Definitely some, definitely a lot of pros. Um, I did well. You know, I was myself. I didn't pretend to drive a car I didn't drive, to have the job I didn't have to wear the things I didn't wear. So I, I stayed in my lane and I think, you know, people kind of welcomed me very well. Mm -hmm. um, they can relate. Initially, a lot of brands were scared because of the, the reputation of the show. And then when they saw me on the show and they saw who I was, they turned around and the other, the, you know, seasons later, it was, it was easier to get, you know, all the perks that come with the job. Um, I can't complain, like I said, because I was my true self. I wasn't proud of everything I did. 
I will say though that after it, uh, I have a lot more to prove because mm. it's like you get boxed in. <clears throat> so if I am um, walking into the actor's world, you know, they look at me like, but that's a reality TV star. Like you really, you really about to give her that role? You really about to have a read for it? Um, so it's like I have to work harder. Although um, you have to kind of like, I sit back and I look at the jobs that, you know, I, I the people reach out to me for like any scripts and stuff and I have to make the decision whether that person wants to hire me just because I have a fan base because now that's what the world has become yeah. a number or are you respecting me and the fact that I want to learn because I won't make a mockery out of something that other people have really worked hard to do. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of respect the game and I'm a student. Um, I just knew that I was bigger than that show. Uh, so It's dope that you take it that serious though. I have to. Why would I walk in here and pretend to be a tech a techie and know everything that you could possibly teach me or should I just sit here and learn some shit and walk out with that knowledge and feel blessed that you've given me the opportunity in that platform so I have to kind of like I walk in with all due respect to everybody if I walk in on a radio and they want me to read for or try out for something online or whatever it is like I remember doing 106 in park and had, reading my tel the teleprompter for the first time, you know what I'm saying? And I don't wear contacts. First time I popped them shits on, boop, boop, and I was like, we're going to get this motherfucker. So, you know, I, I took my time to learn. I take my time to read scripts. I take my time to practice with my acting buddies. I take my time, you know, to read that book just because I, I, I don't want to fail. You have to put in the work. Awesome. But not everybody, you know, does it. So, and so they box us in. How much pressure do you feel like other people are on or are under to basically live these these crazy lives? Like you've seen examples of like people on like reality it's TV. Ridiculous. I know some of my own people that you know that they don't live the way they the, what they portray online and you know what I'm saying? Oh, these girls that put so loud but they ain't sell a shit. Or the girl yeah. on or uh, you see the girl on a on a on a plat uh, on a on a panel talking credit and her credit's beating, I know, because I've had to help her out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like and everybody now, like, I'm, I'm stuck in between. I don't want to be fake, so who am I to give you guys advice or even sit there and tell you how I went about this? I don't feel like I'm ready. People feel like I should. Then you have these people that are lying to you, but they're really using the platform to grow their brand as they're lying to you. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. No, I, I, I get exactly what it's you're like saying. You look at I get somebody exactly what that's saying. teaching one of these tech classes, and you look at them, and you're like, "But you were it's still in class." It, but then that's like they're branding themselves as they go. But is it wrong? Is it right? I I've, don't know. I've seen people take shit. I've told them, and then post it on IG, and then I'm just like. Me, I felt insecure because I, I I don't feel like I've accomplished enough to go out and do these panels. Me neither. But then someone that I gave advice to goes and does one of these panels, and then and I'm just like, kind of like, yeah, I get it. You're like, come on, dog. Like, can I tell the truth? But then you're like, I don't want to hate. And then you watch these people go, and, and more people follow them because whatever they're saying is so freaking, like, sounds like. Because to somebody who doesn't know anything, anything sounds like something. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're only. Sheep. Yeah, so it's like, what do you say? Do you, because you, you, I don't want to hate and be like, but, but you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, your credit score is 428. Like, but but then do you say that? Or you, do you shut up and just let the world just all just do what they do? Like, it's, it's, it's scary. It's like everybody's a hater now because you can't <laughs> say anything critical. I feel like this. You know that my foundation is in journal, sports journalism. Mm -hmm. um, I think that there are 40 and 50 year old journalists that look at the next generation that are 20 and 30 years old and they feel like the internet helped them. Mm -hmm. For me, I can relate to you because I'm a tweener. I started as a kid. So like mm -hmm. I used to see Stephen A. Smith coming in and out of the right. locker room when he was a beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Mm -hmm. But then you might see somebody who 
um, use the internet to get on and mm -hmm. and they weren't students of their craft. Right. So it's like if you didn't it's go easier. to journalism school, you, you don't know how to write a long form piece, if you don't know how to conduct an interview, you look like you're more of an astute person than the person who paid their dues. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you... Do you get mad at that or do you just kind of like high five and say, oh, come on. Let's I'm just, not a hater. Let's, let's ride to the rainbow. Like I'm not a hater, but this is what I'll say. I will say that you'll that the person who took shortcuts, the jig will eventually come out. Absolutely, yeah. I cheated in every spelling test in school. And I thought I was the man when I graduated. Everybody got caught. And I graduated, so I was like, yo, I ain't get caught, sixth grade. I'm the worst speller on earth now. <laughs> <laughs> when your phone says no replacement, I'm like, mm. dang, that's what I get for cheating. Yeah. I remember walking with a thesaurus saying, I'm gonna learn a word a day because I just can't, I cheated. The cheater thought, thought, get my numbers right, don't get me fucked mm. up because I'm all up on my paper. Right. But the, the spelling sometimes, I'd be like, huh. Ah. Mm. And I just laugh and I'm like, look, that's what I get for cheating. When I was so in high school. The real will prevail, dog. When I was in high school, I cheated in geometry. I cheated you my way through. Uh, listen, I'm gonna tell you where it pisses me off though. When I look at playbooks in, mm. in basketball, Mm. If you look at Phil Jackson's triangle offense, it's all about oh, geomatic, yep. geometric patterns. That's awesome. That means these athletes ain't as dumb as I thought. <laughs> maybe, maybe you didn't get the, 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 the nerdy ones. You nah, know, nah, <laughs> no, listen. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the person I, I dated or two, but um, they hit one of the greatest. So I believe it. Very smart. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. No, but I, I think the internet has allowed people to take shortcuts. But I think. Smartphones. But I, mm -hmm. but I also think. The thing that you said that really stood out was, um, even though you were a reality star, mm -hmm. number one, I just from watching you, you were known way before yes. you were even on camera. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that because people peg you as a reality star, mm -hmm. people don't are lazy that they don't even look at the backstory. Right. No. Well, nobody really wants to know the good and the, the good and the smart things that anybody does nowadays. Everybody likes insanity. Do you miss print? Uh, absolutely. I still have my favorite coffee book right now is. You know, asses is the ass book um, from <laughs> asses from 1920 2008, and I'm mm. in it. Uh, You're in it? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the book. What? Like That's it. a dopest <laughs> coffee table book. Uh, I did. Yeah, so I have um, I have the the butt book. It's called the butt book. Um, I still have you know Barack Obama, the newspaper when he first you know. When he was when he was in, when he won that, mm -hmm. president yeah. of the United States, right? I have certain things that matter. I have every one of my covers, mm -hmm. flyers, like just to show my children, like look at mommy before you fuck the whole shit up. <laughs> um, and then I have some of my exes of the greats. You know, I've had great, I would say, great talented people. They just weren't great when it terms of relationship. We're not mm -hmm. ready, but you know, I, I have some things that you know mean a lot to me. So print is definitely important. You said something uh, about exes. The only, the one question I have. Mm -hmm. Are you surprised? No. No way. <laughs> Go ahead. The success that Joe has now. No. No, no at all. At all. We all knew he was smart. We all knew he's charming and he's witty. Mm -hmm. We all knew that he's great with words. I mean, he's yes, an he artist. Um, and we all know that he worked for Hot 90, with Hot 97 years ago when he started doing a morning show and quit. Um, I go back to the days when, you know, he was sort of kind of like at times wanting to quit rapping or it wasn't doing well for him or he'd fall into some kind of depression. And I remember telling him that if what he wanted to do was radio to do it, you know what I'm saying? So it just wasn't time and everything happens in, t in due time. And mm. 
it's all about you know timing and and I am not surprised at all this was this is this is just destined to be for him mm. so no I knew that the podcast you know he just needed an outlet and um, I don't know why quit why he quit rapping but that's probably something he been wanting to do but we all knew well I knew that he was going to be amazing yeah I, I think lyrically he was always gifted and I, I me as a, as a fan of hip-hop I get mad when people constantly say would say you know the joke the pump it up guy like yo he's put out so many more yeah. hits than that he's I think that's disrespectful he was one of, he's one of the best that ever did it he just you know some people get in their own way sure Sure. But he was one of the best that ever did it. So, you know, I mean, more power to him. He's very enjoyable when he does what he does and we never have a chance to kind of hear it or they put snippets online. So so you're like, I don't know how deep, because you're in the culture, but I don't know if you're like a huge hip-hop fan. I am a hip-hop fan. So, like, what do you think, I mean, because we are just talking about Joe, in comparison to when rap was like super lyric heavy, mm -hmm. now it's just sort of like, you know, the I don't want to say mumble rappers, but like it's a vibe thing. The Everyone's little, a. The little screw screw, the yeah. little peeps, the little, <laughs> there's little something. Um, I just say that, you know, the, the climate of hip hop is changing, it's different. Uh, I, at times, I toy with the idea, is it that we're getting older and we don't understand you know, what's happening? Kind of like when your parents first started hearing you play that lyrically amazing mm -hmm. hip hop at home and she, well, my mama say turn off that noise mm -hmm. and she was busy doing other things with music, you know what I'm saying? Is it that the world is changing and we're just getting older so we're not relating to what they're talking about? The culture's changed too. Before they would rap about you know, money, clothes, hoes, and, and diamonds and now, we are just getting high on our own on our own supply, like yeah. so. I don't know. At times, and I'm like, lean. is it yeah? As as it, as it is it that I'm older now, or is it that I just really don't fuck with that kind of music? I don't. I don't. I enjoy yeah. it. I enjoy it. I don't even know if because when a lot of it first came out, I don't know if I would even. I guess you could call it rap, but I forget who who made the quote. But he's like, I wouldn't even call it hip hop. I'll just call that rap because I mean, I like a lot of the new music. I mean, I'll. I like some Young Thug. I like some like Travis. I love his I album. I love Travis. So I at first I thought the same thing. Maybe I'm just getting older. Uh, yeah. Like you know I'm the old dude now. Your, your taste buds are changing. Yeah, pretty much. The, but other, the other thing is, is it going to be a fad though? Is it you think is it going to come in and then eventually go back too? Because everything goes around. Even fashion just you know kind of goes around. wearing throwback jerseys again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it going to come back to because you know our lyrically talented? You know, I think so because artists. a lot of these guys aren't even really like artists they're almost like their personalities that just so happen to make music and with social media so much easier now and the downloads and, you and know. soundcloud yeah but the, but you said something interesting you said our parents said turn it off my parents would say that ain't gospel turn it off but <laughs> at this that noise but at the same time isn't that what hip-hop has always been the same way that jay-z diddy was controversial mm -hmm. then now little yachty is the leader of the new school in that category you, you you see and you see that a lot of these people are influenced by 50 cent mm -hmm. you know you see that all of these people are influenced by what they saw in the early 2000s right. but isn't that what hip-hop is it's an evolution of what's cool i think the difference is hip-hop evolved at a time when nobody would let us in now we're in and we're getting influenced by the rockers at large absolutely and you also hear how a lot of these young rappers are saying come on you old heads like let us be great let us come in like you guys are not letting us in like what's up like why are you so mad you know what I'm no saying? i agree with that like i 
I'm a big um, who was saying I think Tory Lanez was basically like yo you won't give us game but right. you won't let us you know do our thing I, I agree with that 110% but then on the flip side I feel like you need to respect them though Yes, yes I definitely. feel like we've lost the fundamentals of what it was to respect the OG like yes. where you come from like you don't look at the, the top dog and be like yeah nah I mean you don't have to budge or you know punk out but you have to respect where your the thing that bugs me is like I don't even think a lot of these guys liked hip-hop like when you talk about like oh who's your favorite rapper and they say oh I don't know like you know and they're talking about top <laughs> they five said, who's, who's who the, what was it that I saw about the, the Wu-Tang it's like who who's your favorite Wu-Tang remember they were like uh Wu-Tang <laughs> this shit was upsetting it bothers me they don't know the history is what you're saying yeah so you're not a student of the like basically it's microwave music it's like oh all I gotta do is get a hot beat say some shit over and over well, that's make what some noise like right now it's well, all the same shit. Didn't um who was it? Will I am say it was uh, hip hop is the low, lowest hanging fruit right Basically. now. Basically, um, I remember when it was dope to have your own sound and not sound like everybody. You heard someone true. on the radio, you knew exactly yes, who it was. Yes, because no matter what the song was, you kind of they had like a trademark thing. Like we knew what Missy sound like, no matter how many tracks she had. You knew what fucking Swiss. You knew what anybody up there sound like. I think that's why I dug. Uh, Meek Mill's champion album because Fire. number one, I think they're grooming him in the image of Jay. Number one, um, number two, that for free song sounded so much like Biggie. Mm. Um, what's the they sampled that? What's uh, I kind of thought when I heard Champion and I love it, I mean, early in the morning, yes, I, I don't really listen to hot shit like that. Um, but I was hyped this morning listening to it. I think it reminds me of Soul Tape Fabs. Yes. Yeah, I think definitely. he followed a lot of that. Like, yeah. And I feel like the people that were students of the game, like you have your your Meeks and your Kendricks, people like that have longevity. Kendrick, I just love his Monster. Music. Yes. Like the, those guys have longevity because they have substance. They're going to be around forever. I also think what Tahiri said about paying respect to the dudes that came before you. When you look at New York, it's so layered, but there's nobody that carries that I run New York moniker. You don't like, think 50? Didn't you hear Takachi? Didn't Takachi yeah. say he ran? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but. That no, went left. It, it, yeah, it, it did, but, so bad for yeah. but what's the dude? Uh, that's under Nas, Dave. Uh, East. Dave, Dave East. When yeah. you, whenever you talk to, uh, talk to, old heads or considered old heads, if you talk to somebody like LL, you talk to somebody like Nas, you mm -hmm. talk to Diddy, you talk to Jadakiss, he gets this label. Who gets breath this label? Of, uh, Davies gets okay. this label. Not not a bad thing. Like, he's a breath of fresh no, air. No, I'm, I'm, I don't know because I can't. I know. I, I mean, I, I've met Dave and, and, you know, he's cool. I know he's sexy to the women. <laughs> but I, 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 I still yet to have heard a track to say, Yeah. yes, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? And and no again, this is not this is no just shade music. No, no shade. No shade. Yeah. This is music talk. Yes, New York. Yes, stamped by you know, approval from Nas. Uh, but I have yet to say you blew my socks. Like this is that one track that you are New York. You know what I'm saying? We're missing that. And I feel like on the West Coast it's, I felt like they tried to make game that when game came out. I think game was a blend of East and West. Right. But at the same time, there was no, there, he had a couple hits. His hottest hit was How We Do With 50. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, I feel like you, you, if you want to run a city, you got to have a certain... 
Yeah, I, I think the, and like you were saying, I think the OGs do have a responsibility to sort of come in and bring people under their wings. Like, uh, I'm going to use sports as an example. On average, an athlete, but we're going to focus specifically on the NBA, five years after retirement, they go broke. You know, guys who are doing all right should come in there and say, hey, like, slow so down. I was really just having that conversation. You're mm -hmm. right. These kids are getting richer than the older they're getting richer faster than the older rappers right mm -hmm. they they're not being taught you know your manager is like you're, you're if you're a rapper you're 21 your manager's 19 but he's your boy from the block so you yeah. you're out here the fucking downloads are crazy you know they're just streaming music you're a millionaire boof what is what about taxes like does any nobody's really teaching anybody right now how to do it they're not respecting the elders and the elders aren't coming down to fuck with these knuckleheads. So the game is just like, we make money, we buy chains, we buy cars, we did it cash, woo! And I'm on Instagram like, that's a dumb decision, but you're kids. Yeah. But then you, and then you have the old heads who see it happening and they're kind of like, I know where this is going, but I'm not gonna say shit. Well, Fat Joe tried to tell mm. Takaji. Yeah. It, yes. it was everywhere. Yeah. Where he was just like, listen, I was that knucklehead. I didn't pay attention, I didn't listen. You know, I, I put myself in harm's way. And it still didn't change anything. So, I mean, some yeah. people have. Jay-Z told you in a reasonable doubt. You hit with the Rico, they repoed that vehicle. Mm. I forgive Bars. you. Hustling just mm. ain't you. Yeah. Mm. People often say the old heads don't tell you. Is it maybe the fact that the young folks ain't listening? Listen, mm. I had a friend of mine tell me this week, I was getting up in one of my moods, and she's like, yo, all you got to do is listen to Jay-Z yeah. every morning. And listen, he will teach you some shit. And I started laughing. Mm. I was like, oh, Jay's the gospel. All right, I'm on it. Every day you wake up to some Jay-Z. Yeah. Although I woke up to Meek this morning. I, well, not literally, people. Jesus. Yeah, sound um, <laughs> would have been crazy. <laughs> no, no, that's, we the homies, yeah. homies. I just yeah. saw him, I was, I congratulated him on his success, but I mean, I woke up and on my way to the gym, I just needed that shit. And it was the meek shit. That's what's up. Yeah, and I, when you talked about the athletes, I think LeBron James is the exception to the rule. Fantastic. Because he put his Fantastic. homies on and he didn't just give them money. He gave, he, they had to prove oh. themselves and he invested his money, which would return on his investment and keep them working. I think that the two, 90s and the 2000s, and I hate to say it, but the, the guys like Allen Iverson who had to look out for the mm. black out of necessity, those of people of that era, what do, they, do, what do some have to show for that? Yeah, that's a cautionary tale because like, I mean, one, Rick Ross said something really dope the other day about yeah, I think you know the clip I'm talking about, mm -hmm. where he was basically like, he hasn't had to give his family or his people anything because he put them in a position to win. To win. That's all you could do. Give somebody opportunity and then kind of step out the way. And you do with that as you please, but just don't come back if you ain't, you know, yeah. talking with some business. Exactly. Everybody just feels entitled. The minute they mm -hmm. see you doing something, they're just like, oh, I can, oh, because I'm blood. Nah, where's the proposal? <laughs> What's happening? What's up? Yeah. If I'm not careful, I'm going to end up where you at. On the unemployment we're gonna, line. We're going to be broke together. Who, yeah, who Who's going to be broke together? No, I'm just saying, like, oh, I have joking. no... But, you know, you have family that hits you up. Like, oh, you know, I say and then, that. I always, yeah. I'm always saying, hey, at the rate I'm going, I might not even have enough of my children, so let me just learn how to say no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me be selfish, me. Um, because, you know, people just think it's easy. If you're not selfish, you can't... You have to be selfish to a certain degree so you can be generous. Well, I have now where I wake up on my wall to the left of me, I have things that remind me in big stickies that remind me, like, you know, you know, you, you only live once, but don't YOLO this shit, bitch. Um, I got, I got, you know, <laughs> his will, you know, his way, my faith. Mm -hmm. I have, you know... Um, 
self-love and you know you come first you come second you come third you come fourth and then everybody else comes it's just little reminders because it's easy for you to because if you're a given person or you have a great big heart you just want to help everybody and some people take advantage of it yeah Tahiri you I've always said this to you um, there there is something about you that is different Mm. Uh, besides the looks, besides the butt, besides the, the TV stuff, right. um, I think there's a part of you, to me, mm -hmm. that reminds me so much of Claire Huxtable. I've told you oh, that before. You have. Um, you, gotta, you have to explain this one to me. Right? <laughs> She's Claire, wise. Yo, Claire is amazing. She walked in and there was some kind of presence with her. Like, he just knew she was full of, like, knowledge or greatness and love. And she was just super dope. I, I watch the show. I, every time I see the woman, like I think I met her once, and I was just like, "Wow, she's just so awesome." They ended up so taking that you. show off TV, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That sucks. Yeah, well, for for the folks that were counting on those royalty checks, uh, look uh, at yeah. look at look at uh, Gary the, Owen who played Elvin. Yeah. yeah, that was that was unfortunate for you. Yes. Um, I feel like you have a crossover appeal that other people have not seen yet. Mm. What does it take for you to create that crossover appeal? So that you 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 are guest starring on uh, various shows. You see Claire Huxtable being on various shows now. You see her being in Rocky Balboa. For you, what do you think it's going to take? Uh, just uh, a lot more of this. A lot more of these speaking platforms. I think that I was under the misconception that people knew exactly who I was hmm. because I gave them so much of me on the show. I'm like, well, what do you want from me? I took you to Dominican Republic. You met my dad. I didn't speak to him. I have daddy issues. This ex-boyfriend of mine drove me crazy. I left him. I decided not to have him treat me like a fucking rug, right? I stood up for every woman out here. Um, I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I am every woman. I thought that, you know, the world knew so much of me, and I realized that not, not, that's not it, that they don't know how funny I am, how smart I am, how silly I could be, how, you know, just how I speak well. So, so I think a lot more of these platforms. And college educated. I'm college yeah. educated, yes. Before I decided to um, turn drinks at the strip club, I graduated from John Jay College of Criminal Justice. My mom never understood mm -hmm. how I wound up being a bartender and a waitress, mm -hmm. but I love that field. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, uh, just a lot more speaking mm -hmm. platforms where, you know, I, I let my voice be heard. So if you could jump on, like, you know, as an actress, if you could jump on to any TV show or any project, like something you really love right now, what would it be? Well, I don't have, I don't have uh, a lot of time to, I haven't even been, been keeping up. It did. Right. I haven't cool. even been keeping up to, with sports. And, you know, usually Scooper hit me and say, yo, did you see who they traded with? Um, I haven't had a chance to look, you know, just be on TV looking at some of these shows. I look at shows now for different reasons because I'm into the acting stuff. I love Viola Davis, so How to Get Away with Murder, I would say. Um, I don't know. I haven't been really a power would mm -hmm. be another one. I could see you on that. Yeah, I could do. I could definitely would love to be on Power. So just like, and isn't it coming off as the final season of? Is it just me? Power? No, no? I think it's I think coming they, back. I don't okay. think it's a final season. Oh no, season, they just though. killed Fifty on it. That's what it was. That's why she yeah. said that. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be like Ghost Dad and come back from the dead or something. No, but um, Power. But you know, like I don't really have the chance to to watch TV as much. So, mm. but yeah, some of those kind of shows. But Viola Davis, the minute, you know, anytime I'm having a hard time on stage, because I decided to take stage, uh, and I don't never want to do stage, because it's the purest form of acting. You can't mm -hmm. edit that shit. Um, <laughs> I recently challenged myself to do so. The play is called The Checklist. It's coming mm -hmm. back in February, I believe. 
in Lehman College, and I'm the lead. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm on stage and I, I'm having that blockage, I'm like, can I have Viola Davis this shit? Because <laughs> she makes everything look so real. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite. Uh, where can um, where can people see that that play? The play is gonna be it's gonna be in Lehman College sometime in February. We haven't solidified the date. Uh, rehearsals were yesterday, and I am the lead. It's a romantic comedy, and I challenged myself because I'm afraid of stage and crowds, and anything of that sort. So when they asked me if I wanted to read for it, I said no, and then I walked in, and they were all like, "Huh?" I was like, "This is just interfere." I must do this, and I killed, and I got it, and I kill on stage. I like it. Dope. Like I'm it. doing a whole lot of everything. What do you think the Kardashians yeah. are the only ones that can do shit? They do everything. I'm yeah. here selling dope. jeans. I hear we gonna do it all. <laughs> I'm with it. I think when you have the brand equity, it's it's easy because uh-huh. you could just slap your name on something and yeah, just, yeah. just put it up. Look at the president. That's what I was so. about to say. Look at Trump. They gotta pay Trump Bro. International, whatever, to stay at his at his the government to stay at his stuff. That you can't tell me that's not smart. Hate yeah. it or love it, him he, he he's living off his own brand. Yeah, I wonder if he like uses all his products. I mean, if I had like Reg water. I would drink it all the time. Like if I had red steaks, that's all that would be in my house. I, well, wonder I mean, that's if what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Supposed to be walking billboards. That's like um, Bow Wow. When he would stay at Michael's house when he was a kid, mm-hmm. he would show up to Michael Jordan's house with Reeboks on. And Lee, and Michael told him he had to check his Reeboks at the door. The next day, he had a pair of Air Jordans sitting in front of his bed. Dope. Nice. Uh, Epic. Yeah. I mean, I would do the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but why would you disrespect? <laughs> why would you disrespect my house like that? He just probably yeah. just want a new pair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd do it. I would do it. Well, this is the first episode of Scoop B and Reg, and what better way to bring it all together by having Mr. Harry Jose? Well, thank mm-hmm. you. I'm. Honored. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure being here, and I'm in Newark, and you guys, you know, dragged me out here, but I don't regret it. Yeah. I had an amazing time. I'm honored you made the track. That's most guests. Everybody's like, bro, I, I came bro. to Jersey for you. That's Bro, like, it's an hour away. Nah, but yeah. but no, it's great times and food is great. And I have a nice little goodie bag I'm happy about. I might change Shout scoop the for Reg. You know what I'm saying? No. Shout out to Catalyst. <laughs> Word. Look, she's doing for <laughs> Shout out Catalyst. Shout out Catalyst. Yeah. Shout All out right. Catalyst. Well, the first episode, Scoopy and Reg, brought to you by Catalyst. Huh. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to us on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher app. iHeart. iHeart Radio, all that stuff in between. And um, make sure to follow us on social media. We're in there like swimwear. And um, I think we out. Yeah, thanks for listening. We out. Peace.